Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Transcending our limitations. In this episode... Eckhart answers questions about transcending our limitations. He says, every human has certain obstacles in their life and facing them is part of the path to awakening. However, Eckhart warns that problems arise when our limitations become part of our identity. He believes we create a false narrative about who we think we are. Eckhart says, while it's important to surrender and accept what is, we do not confuse deeper acceptance with the acceptance of the narrow concept we mistake for ourselves. Eckhart says we reach transcendence by letting go of those concepts. We can embrace the isness of this moment and through that process transform into the realm of spacious awareness. Hello, welcome. And uh, I'd like to welcome you to our session and to the present moment. And so I suggest we start not by thinking that now we are going to do a meditation, but we simply start by becoming aware of what's already here. And that is you in the present moment but who or what is you? Let us let go of memories. Without memories, who am I? Ask yourself that question. But don't look for an answer in the realm of concepts. Be happy with not knowing who you are when you make no reference to your past or any past or future. So, without past and future, who am I right here and now? After asking the question, there comes a space of stillness, alert stillness. And that is presence. And that is who you are beyond concepts narratives, stories. And who you are is already always present, often covered up by mental noise or the fluctuating emotions or the seductive nature of sensory perception and gratification with the search for 
sensory gratification, all kinds of things covering up what's always already here, and that is who you are in your essence. So let's go on to the first question. This is a written question we received. This person writes in, I've been legally blind since birth for 62 years, and I relate very well to your distinction between overcoming and transcending a disability. After decades of trying to prove how strong and independent I was, I chose some years ago to just go with it, accept my disability, and see where it would take me. The experience softened me greatly and brought greater connectedness with others. You might say there's no need to hold on to a story called disability, but it does come up very often and in many different ways, which makes it hard to ignore. So I would say there is something to accept, but then how do I reconcile this acceptance with the idea that my true essence is not and has never been blind. Maybe your response could also help others understand their particular situation better. Uh, the important thing is not to accept a concept that describes who you are on some level. Disability or disabled is such a concept so that the concept does not become a conceptual self, a conceptual sense of self. I believe you're already on your way to complete transcendence, and this is the beginning of transcendence, is to let go of concepts. Obviously, other people may label you with concepts, and that's fine. The important thing is that you do not confuse acceptance, which is always acceptance of the present moment, that you do not confuse that deeper acceptance with the acceptance of a concept. So it would be misleading to say, okay, I need to accept that I am disabled. It's better than to live in a place of uh, anguish or anger some kind of uh, extreme negativity created by non-acceptance. But even to say, I need to accept that I am disabled, uh, you're still to some extent equating the concept with who you are. So when I speak of acceptance, acceptance refers to acceptance of in whatever way you are experiencing this present moment with the limitations that may be there because of your condition. Every human being experiences certain limitations in their life, certain obstacles, and they manifest in the present moment. The only place where the limitations can manifest is in the present moment. For example, in your case, crossing the street is much more difficult your condition than it would be for somebody who has eyesight. So it is a limitation. And many other limitations you experience 
but only in the present moment. And you surrender, you accept that this is what you need to deal with in this moment. This is what is. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. So acceptance always refers to the isness of this moment. Then by doing that, this acceptance opens up a portal or doorway into the state of transcendence. And uh, that is then how you free yourself from inhabiting a conceptual reality, which is often painful, unpleasant. So you don't think of yourself as a, a sufferer of such and such. I'm a, I'm a sufferer of this or that condition or this or that. Or I'm a survivor of this or that. Yes, you have survived. Perhaps people have survived many bad things. But if you make that into your identity, you know that you have survived it. But you're not a survivor of it. It's temporarily pleasant, perhaps, to think of yourself as, but it's still a narrative. It's still, you're still in the prison of a conceptual sense of self. So the letting go is always the letting go of labeling yourself and your condition, unless on a practical level you can, you can say certain things to communicate with people. But you know, in the depths of your being, that who you are in your essence transcends all those limitations. But only by accepting the limitations in the present moment are you able to access the dimension within yourself that transcends those limitations, almost a paradox. Only by accepting the limitations, and this applies not just to you, many, whatever conditions any human being experiences, or is limited by, because we're here essentially, the essential part of life here is to face limitation. This is how awakening actually happens. At first it becomes, it's a source of suffering, and then we begin to awaken through it. So by accepting the limitation in this moment, not some idea of a limitation, or accepting that this is going to be, this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. Another narrative to do with future or, oh no, for the past 62 years I've lived like that. All that is narratives. So that you don't, it's never a question of accepting a narrative. It's 
letting go of a narrative. And when you let go of a narrative, which is self-identification with certain conceptual mind streams, then you just come to the acceptance of this moment, the limitation of this moment, and you do what you can in order to, to you're facing this moment, but no longer in a state of resistance, but in a state of openness. And then you connect with the power that is beyond the person and that which you connect with that the dimension that transcends all limitations. And that is the realization of who you are beyond that. So that's the beauty of the grace that's hiding beyond the restrictions, the limitations, the the burdens that we seem to have to carry. And that's already expressed in the idea of the cross in Christian terms, which you can understand even if you're not a Christian. And if you are a Christian, it can deepen your way of being a Christian. The cross is the, the torture instrument, the worst possible limitation you can imagine on the, for human beings. So, there's a human being nailed to the cross. The cross is a torture instrument. That's very strange. But in a strange way, the cross is a double function. The cross is also a symbol for the divine. Very paradoxical. The torture instrument is also a symbol for the divine, the transcendent. And so there is a deep message embedded in that, which is exactly what we have just been talking about, and it's through, through surrender. Jesus is supposed to have said, not my will, but thy will be done, which is an expression of surrender. Then the torture instrument became a portal into the transcendent, and then the torture instrument suddenly became a symbol for the divine. So the cross is whatever you bear. There's a medieval, goes back to medieval times, the expression, carrying your cross. Carrying your cross is to endure whatever suffering there is in your life, whatever limitation there is in your life. And by willingly carrying the cross, which means surrendering to the condition of the present moment, you transcend and you become whole, you become holy, then that is a miracle. So acceptance of whatever is right now, not, you, don't, you don't accept, or oh, I have to accept that for the rest of my life I'm going to be like this. All these are narratives so that you no longer inhabit a conceptual sense of self that goes then who you are beyond the limitations of your form identity, you begin to realize how deep you are. And you're already on your way. The, the questioner already wanted, there was just the, the question just, you hadn't understood completely, I believe, the true meaning of acceptance and perhaps confused it with acceptance of the label. So it's a wonderful thing the i can see that this limitation in your life is already becoming or has already become 
an opening into the essence of who you are, the realization of the essence of who you are. And whenever that happens to a human being, then the, the obstacle, the limitation, and that which for a long time probably was a source of suffering becomes a, one could say, a blessing. You recognize it eventually as a blessing. And that's how it is. Hello. Hi. I wanted to thank you. Thank you so much for taking my question and, and uh, for all of your teaching and for your staff. And my question is, um, I'm a veterinarian and um, I've been I've been practicing veterinary medicine for about 14 years. And during my time, I've had to perform many end of life services, you know, euthanasias and, and um, you know, in, in, in many cases, especially with traumatic events, you know, it, it is a true blessing to be able to to end physical suffering but on a on a deeper level i struggle with with me as one manifestation of the one consciousness uh and these other beings who we call who are called dogs and cats you know as also manifestations of the one consciousness who am i legally I, i'm allowed to do this but who am i in the form of consciousness to decide or participate in the, the end of the physical life. Right. Yeah. Well, you can approach that with different narratives. You just mentioned one, you begin your questioning whether it is the right thing to do. You're saying, who am I? You can also say that, uh, your function is one of compassion in that moment because you have the ability which you accept humbly and gracefully you have the ability to end the physical suffering because that is normally the case mm -hmm. of that being so it's more a question of accepting that life through you or the one consciousness through you is able to end in a gentle and compassionate way the suffering of that being so that is a would be a, a, a narrative that is more true but in the moment of performing that act of compassion, you do not need any narrative in your mind. You can even let go of that because that narrative is the closest to the truth that you can get. But in the moment, you let go of all narratives and you're just absolutely present. And often, perhaps, I would think the, the owner of the pet is present sometimes or quite often. So and they will be in probably extremely moved and sad emotionally but but if you are present the entire situation can become uh, something that is ultimately holy and an, an, an act of grace and beauty 
if you sure. are, if you if you embody the presence in that moment, then this being passes away in a very very gentle, very gentle and loving way, which is the most beautiful way in which we can leave this dimension mm -hmm. in surrounded by acceptance, compassion, and love. So that I would say is your function in these cases. And it's a it's a beautiful function that I'm sure there are other vets who do not have your level of consciousness and they may not have a problem at all. It's never been a problem for them, but they are not aware of the depth and sacredness of that moment. They can't be aware. So it's not a problem to them because there's not enough awareness. Then as awareness grows, it becomes a problem as it became for you. And then the next step is you transcend that you transcend that as a problem. So you're no longer underneath the problem where we are unconscious. You rise above. It's not, it's no longer something problematic. It's something to surrender to. And uh, it's a, you have been chosen to perform this compassionate act. And that's really how I would say that's how you need to approach it and realize that that's how it is. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. We have another question here, Eckhart. This person writes in, when we're living in a state of presence for the majority of our waking life, will we necessarily be called upon by universal consciousness to perform a certain outward purpose in the world? And would we be aware that it is our purpose at the time of performing it? An example of this is when you, Eckhart, felt the impulse to move to Canada from England in order to write The Power of Now. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Well, it's not the same for everybody. It varies a lot from person to person. The rising presence, how it changes your life, or it changes certainly changes the experience of your life, how you experience your so-called life, how you experience reality, whatever you want to call it. That certainly changes. For some people, it means they stay in their usual surroundings 
and continue to perform whatever work they are doing with an added dimension of depth, they realize that what really matters in whatever work they do is the state of consciousness that they bring to the action. So presence flows into what they do and then it spreads to others. Some people may find that uh, they are being removed from situations that are almost incompatible with presence. For example, you could be working in a company that is extremely dysfunctional with continuous infighting and intrigues and everybody hates everybody else and whatever the company produces is no does not really benefit the greater good and you may realize that this is not the place where you can continue to work so these are extreme cases and if that is so then when you are as presence manifests more and more in your life then um, those changes are not arrived at through mental decision making should i or should i not carry on working here as presence is present in your life the realization sometimes of what you need to do for example remove yourself from a situation has such certainty that you cannot you cannot even question it you it comes as a ready-made realization that or you may even find that you're walking out of the place and uh, you hadn't thought about it before at all but don't confuse that with uh, an angry reaction that is that does not arise out of presence so out of presence it's a there's a peace behind it a peaceful knowing and that immediately transforms into into action or maybe not immediately it could be that um, you wake up one day and realize that this is not the place but you're not sure you give it a bit more time just to make sure it's not just a passing thing and then a few days later a few weeks later the same feeling is there and is growing in you that you cannot carry on where you are and then you remove yourself and if you don't remove yourself then the people that you are let's stay with the example of a company they would ask you to leave because your if the if the the gap or the discrepancy between your level of consciousness and the collective consciousness of wherever you're finding yourself is too huge then a separation has to happen like oil and water so if you don't remove yourself they would one day call you in and say i'm sorry uh, we'll have to let you go and that would become one of the happiest days of your life but um, there are other cases when you may continue in your usual surroundings but because you can make a difference there so you may be working in your place of work maybe to some extent dysfunctional there's an element of dysfunction in almost every place of work 
but it's not such that you can no longer endure it. You can actually be, be the presence in that place and thereby perhaps help transform how other people work there, how they, how they behave, how they interact with each other. So it is possible that your presence it transmits itself to others who then, and more likely in a smaller place, if you work in a, a smaller company, so all kinds of possibilities. Nobody can predict how the arising presence will affect your life, but it will affect your life deeply. It's just a question of whether it affects it deeply, not only internally, which is always the case, but in many cases also externally. So when the realization just to, you mentioned this example in my case although i loved england i still do i lived for many many years one day i woke up and i realized i had to leave and i knew i had to go to the west coast of north america i had never been there no i had been there once many many years before but that there was no hardly a memory of that so I didn't really have a mental image, but I knew for some reason, I didn't know the reason why. And that stayed with me. I didn't act upon it immediately, but the impulse grew, actually became stronger and stronger. Weeks passed, and I think, I don't know how many months, two months, three months passed, and finally I realized if I don't act now, I will become ill. I could, I could almost feeling, I could feel the beginning of, something going wrong in the body because I, there was the impulse and I was not acting. I knew I had to act now. And if I had not acted, I would probably be dead now. Well, that's fine. I would have appeared in another form somewhere else. But a pity because I would not have fulfilled the possibilities of this incarnation. And so I moved. And only when I was there, I realized the writing after few weeks started to happen. And I realized I needed that energy field for the writing to happen. So it was a, the impulse is very strong. And uh, you had to trust the impulse. And sometimes it means uh, when the impulse comes out of presence, that you need to do something, just give it some time because you might be fooling out if it stays with you, it, and it even grows then you need to uh, obey it. If not, something like an illness can, can, easily, can easily happen. Now, this often means that there will be a loss of, a temporary loss of security in your life because you may have to move. Now, this does not apply to everybody, but to some people in whom presence arises and then you may have to step into the unknown in some cases, not does not again, not everybody. You may have to step into the unknown to some extent. And so it's a question of also becoming comfortable with insecurity, not running away from it. Sometimes it, it is the case that security is your prison. Security is not only the security, of life insurance or 
whatever insurance you have, uh, it can also easily become a prison. So don't be afraid of insecurity. Uh, often you have to step into a totally new situation and then just stay, stay present. So presence will guide you. Some people remain where they are, as I mentioned earlier, but the way in which they perform their work changes, it deepens. And again, how presence sometimes changes uh, your relationship too. If the other person is, that if you may be living with someone, you are awakening spiritually, the other person is not. We don't, it, it is quite possible that you can surrender to the fact that your partner is not awakening and you can continue to live together relatively peacefully. You are no longer reactive, so you're not fueling your partner's pain body in any way, which your partner, if he or she has a heavy pain body, would find quite disconcerting. But in some cases, it may be fine. You can surrender to the fact that this is that your uh, partner is not awakening spiritually. In other cases, the discrepancy between the two states of consciousness becomes so great that uh, separation is the only possibility. So nobody can predict how it's going to unfold in your life. Just trust and realize that your main responsibility is to be present in the moment and then out of presence wisdom arises this is one word we could use wisdom means you can do the right thing if you only use your your mind your rational mind it does not necessarily mean that you will do the right thing because the rational mind only focuses on one one little thing and pursues one little aim. It usually cannot take into account the totality of the situation. And only if wisdom arises, you can see a, something that is problematic within the totality of the situation and then take action that you take into consideration many factors. This is interesting. Uh, we could talk about this for a long time, but wisdom, yes. That's what the world needs, but wisdom arises out of presence, and that will guide you. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Eckhart Tolle, Essential Teachings, the podcast. You can follow these essential teachings on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't yet, go to Spotify and follow this podcast. Join us next week for more enlightened teachings from Eckhart Tolle. Thank you for listening. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.